Welcome to the underground, the Steel City Underground, the black and gold standard for Pittsburgh Steelers coverage. Now, here's your host, Terry Fletcher. Welcome everyone to the Steel City Underground podcast. My name is Terry Fletcher and this is week 11, What the Football WTF. So let's first just show the highlights. What are the WTF highlights in case you missed it? Well, first of all, and this was just announced this morning, and that is the Steelers fired offensive coordinator Matt Canada. I don't remember them ever firing anyone midseason. They don't renew contracts. They do, you know, relieve coordinators of their duties either before or after the season starts. But I, I just haven't seen it midseason. But obviously, the people have spoken. Um, Mike Tomlin issued a statement this morning. And thank God, thank God. I mean, I know there's a lot of haters out there that want to blame it on Kenny. And yeah, he had a terrible game. And Mike Tomlin needs to step it up and either take over play calling or make a change. And he decided to make a change. The quarterback's coach is going to take over that role. And the running back's coach is now going to move up. And they're really going to work as a team now. And apparently Kenny has a really good relationship with the quarterback's coach. And I just don't understand his apprehension to throw downfield. I don't know if that was Matt Canada. I don't know if that was Kenny Pickett on his own. But now there's no excuses. We had the opportunity in a very tight game. Obviously, we lost 13-10 to to a division rival, the Browns, on Sunday. And we shouldn't have. There was opportunities to get within field goal range several times. There were men down the field that were open. I mean, you could see it just by looking. And it just seems like either Kenny's vision is not there or Canada's just not confident in him. So let's see what happens with this change. This is a huge change for the Steelers. You know, they did it up in Buffalo last weekend, and it seemed to help Josh Allen. And so when they fired their offensive coordinator and came back, and then they win. So let's see what happens, because when we face the Cincinnati Bengals, they don't have the defense that the Browns do. And so, um, you know, and they've lost their quarterback, Joe Burrow, for the season as well. So that was definitely a start for what the football But let's look at the other uh, plays that that kind of made the list. What about Marquise Valdez-Scandling in the Monday Night Football? They kept calling it the Super Bowl rematch of last year with the Chiefs versus the Eagles, and the Eagles are now 9-1. Well, I mean, you could blame a lot of things on that game. One was Patrick Mahomes threw an interception in the end zone. He's throwing a lot of those this season. You know, Travis Kelsey, yes, one of my favorite players um, because uh, now I'm, I'm going to be a little biased here because of fantasy football, he always scores 20 points. But he fumbled the ball, and he was really mad at himself too. But Marquise Valdez-Scantling's drop in the end zone on a long pass from uh, Patrick Mahomes that could have put them ahead by a touchdown at the end of the game yeah, you just you can't have that. And there were several drops during the game. So talk about a, a what the football moment. There is just no question that that happened. I think another what the football moment, which really, oh my gosh, I think I was screaming. That was the Sunday night game where you've got Vikings Broncos and they're in Denver. And Josh Dobbs, who's coming off a two game winning streak, one he was put in after only being there five days. Then he finally learned the names of the players one last week. And there was an anticipation he could actually pull it off this week because, I, I mean, everybody's saying how great the the Denver Broncos have become. 
but I'm not hearing it or seeing it. I'm just seeing the same scrambling force that Russell Wilson is going backwards on plays. But what was really something to see was the hit that Josh took during the game that once again got the player that did it fined, uh, or I should say suspended again. And it he was just suspended this year already for four games, got it knocked down to two. Now he's going to appeal it again. And he did a, he lowered his helmet. He led with his helmet and it w- wasn't even flagged. They didn't even call it. And it changed the game. It led to three points. It could have led to, you know, a lot more for that team. It could have been a touchdown if they actually called the um, personal foul. And he was a runner at that point. It was kind of a, a trick play, I guess, if you want to look at it that way. But just the fact that they, that the refs did not call that, it is, it is just disgusting. That's the only way I can put it. And you know, when I, I and I try not to really hammer too much on what's going on with the um, with the referees because they're just terrible. They're just terrible. I don't know if it's because they're old and they need glasses. I don't know what it is. But when you have that kind of, you have those kinds of misses all the time. That's costing not just games, but costing jobs. It's just seriously depressing to see that they don't have, they don't take responsibility for that. We never see them, you know, get any kind of um, fine. They never, they never say publicly if anything happens to them. And it's just, it's just crazy that they're allowed to do that. But that one was definitely a, a tough game to watch. But Josh Dobbs, you know, he plays with no fear. Um, but the Vikings found out why he's not always that good. He did throw an interception and he did have some almost picked off throws, but we'll see what happens. You know, they need to get Justin Jefferson back or they're not even going to go far uh, if they get to the postseason. But Denver did end up putting, pulling out that 21-20 win uh, over Minnesota. Now the Ravens, I know everyone wants to just say, oh my gosh, the Ravens are so great. Well, come on, you've got now a... Um, a backup quarterback, Jake Browning, now at the the Bengals quarterback, now that Joe Burrow's gone, who was arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. The Lamar Jackson doesn't have a perfect game, but he, I guess he plays well enough in spurts that, you know, he his opening drives and then here and there down the, down the path. And so, yes, they won 34, 20 over the Bengals, but nobody reported that injury then nobody reported that injury to Joe Burrow. So it'll be interesting to see how that happens. But unfortunately, yes, the the Ravens are first in the AFC division. Buffalo, like I said, they won over the Jets 32-6, and that got Zach Wilson benched. So he did not complete a single pass to a wide receiver on 23 dropbacks. And so they, they ended up putting in hit their backup quarterback, which looks like the one from the practice squad is going to start week 12. And, you know, I feel kind of bad for their coach. Robert Soleil says, well, he didn't get a chance to sit behind uh, Aaron Rodgers and red shirt for a year. How many times does this guy have to be benched? How many times? And I still hear, I was actually out this morning grabbing coffee and I heard um, the NFL network saying, oh, well, he'd be a starting quarterback on 10 different teams. Do we really have that crappy of quarterbacks out there that people really think that? I, I just, I don't see that. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens to him going forward. But I have a feeling he is either going to be destined to be a backup or he's just, he's just not going to make it in this league. The Rams. Okay. The Rams and the Seahawks. Well, that game was weird 
because, you know, Geno Smith went down with a shoulder injury and they had to put in their backup, uh, Drew Locke, a lot of backup quarterbacks playing right now. And um, he threw an interception late in the game. It set up the Rams game winning uh, field goal or points, I should say. And he didn't get any help from the Seahawks defense, which is terrible. But Matthew Stafford, he threw an interception on the second play in the fourth quarter. Looks like the team was going to lose again, but their defense picked it up. Also, Cooper Cup was out. And so it'll be that team is is also banged up. Looks like that the San Francisco uh, over Tampa Bay, 27-14. San Francisco, they had a great um they had a great game. So Brock Pur- Purdy, he had a perfect passer rating, 158.3. And it looks like, as they call it, I'm air quoting, he's back. And so it'll be interesting to see how they do down the stretch. But it was it was definitely, he did, he, they had a, it was a good game. Miami over Las Vegas. <laughs> you know, Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, they're, you know, they're, their offense is, is struggling. Okay, they, in the second half, um, they had three turnovers. I know they, they really like, you know, is it Aiden O'Donnell? Um, but three turnovers, you're not going to win the game. The Dolphins capitalized on that. They didn't look great coming off the bye either. Um, they, and the point spread, if anybody voted for or took Vegas, they were because Miami was favored by 13. I took Vegas and I got my, my bet on that. But um, Miami 2013 over Vegas, that wasn't a surprising win. You know, that just wasn't a surprising win. Shout out, I talked about the Cleveland win over Pittsburgh. Shout out to Jalen Warren. His second 100-yard rushing performance, as many outings. He got a what-the-football moment on Good Morning Football as the angry one run winner. He's also a, a, a candidate for the FedEx um, Ground Player of the Week, and he deserves it. He is doing a, a really, just a really great job. But the thing that just, I hope that the Steelers can fix is that Kenny Pickett failed to complete any deep passes down the field. He doesn't play the middle of the field. We get outscored at every every turn. And so now when you, you've got a change in coordinator, that has to change. And if it doesn't change, then now you've got to, like Ben said in his, you know, Footballing with Ben podcast, he says the, the offense has to look in the mirror because our defense is on the field too long. And why do you want to waste players like TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith who are doing excellent jobs along with the rest of our defense? You know, Cam Hayward came back from injury just killing it. Um, Why do you want to waste those players and actually kill them on the field when they're on the field two-thirds of the time that the offense is? That, you know, it's, it's not only not fair, it's just, it, it's, it's going to cause injury. It's, it's tiring them out and it, it, it's just not good in the long term. Now, the fact that the Steelers are six and four, yes, I said six and four. Yes, they are still, they are now third in the division. A win would have kept them second and possibly, um, you know, a run for first, but six and four is nothing to sneeze at. That's, you know, that is not a bad, that it's a winning record. You know, they've got some time there to, to try and fix it. Uh, it's early in the week. And I, I really like to see what they do to that and do and, and hopefully come back and, and do what they need to do to, to get back on track. You know, it's one thing to keep saying, well, they find a way to win. Well, we found a way to lose last week. And I know you've probably already heard it from Joe and the gang uh, as far as just the Steeler stuff, but it, you, you just, you can't always rely on miracles happen or, 
uh, we do our best. You, you just can't do that. You, you really have to make sure that you are capitalizing on leaks on the other side. And if you, you don't capitalize on those things, then you're, you're just never going to um, go far in this league. And that's for me, that's the what the football moments for me. One thing that I think was kind of a shock for me is Patrick Mahomes. And I'm going to just switch gears for a second. You know, he he does pull out some Houdini moves, but he's been throwing some interceptions. And I'm not sure what what that says about him because I actually was impressed with the Kansas City defense. But he's definitely not, he's not doing his job. Okay, so he needs to do his job. Um, people need to call out, on, but the drop passes and turnovers and penalties, that's definitely a problem. So it'll be interesting to see how they themselves can fix that and, you know, how they're going to use their half a billion dollar guy. Remember, 10 years, half a billion dollars. Yeah. So that's that's something they're going to have to figure out to fix. So anyway, on to Cincinnati. And here we go for... Thanksgiving week. I think I'm going to do a special edition of the WTF for Thanksgiving since we've got three games Thursday. We got a Black Friday game and then we have our Sunday game. So stay tuned for that. And thank you for listening to the Steel City Underground podcast. What the football? My name's Terry Fletcher. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. We would like to thank you for listening and remind our listeners to follow us on social media and our website www.steelcityunderground.com